0: Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Romarek Philogen, CEO and founder of Covery, a developer tool that's raised $4 million in seed funding. Romaric, thanks for chatting with me, and hopefully I didn't butcher your name there too bad.
1: <laughs> Thank Brad. You are doing great, so thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. So before we begin talking about what you're building at Covery, let's start with a quick summary of who you are and a bit more about your background.
1: Sure. So a pleasure to be here. I'm Romaric, CEO and co-founder of Covery. Just quickly, I used to work as an engineer, SIEs, DevOps, and backend engineers for more than 10 years in the financial and tech industries. And besides that, I also launched two other companies that I sold. One was like the biggest social network for motorbikers in Europe. And the other one was like a technology that uh, helps like uh, all those uh, applications to get uh, Twitter like and Facebook like feature inside the applications. So this is my background mostly technical background.
0: Wow. And that's a big jump. So what was the first company that you mentioned there? It was a community for motorsports?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, Numota, the name of the company, we had uh, approximately uh, 100,000 uh, motorbikers in Europe using that applications. And the main aspect of it is, you know, when you're like a motorbiker, you just want to take a ride to get a ride with like your your teammate, But at some point, you are just like running all the time, driving all the time with the same people and you want to extend that cycle. And the idea was just like at any point, anywhere, you can just meet new motorbikers and run with them. So that was the idea besides uh, a new motor.
0: Oh nice. Then I'm guessing do you spend a lot of time motorbiking? Is that your passion?
1: <laughs> yeah, there's two things in my life <laughs> besides my family obviously <laughs> computer, so programming and uh, motorbiking. <laughs> so that's what I like the two. <laughs> The two patients.
0: Nice. Very cool. Well, let's talk about what you're building today here with Covery. So in, in simple terms, what do you do?
1: Yeah, very simple. I don't know how far, how technical you are, but the idea behind Covery is to, you know, the job of the developer is to help developers to deploy what we call deploying their application in the cloud. You know, the job of the developer is to respond to business needs by uh, using algorithms, building great applications that they do locally. But at some point, they need to deploy their application to uh, put it live you know, to uh, give access to anyone. And this action is saying like deploying, and this is the job of what we call DevOps. And basically we've covered that's one of the main aspects of our solution is that in just 30 minutes, they can get access to a production uh, stack, complete production stack on their cloud account and help them to deploy their application. You can see it as a heroku like experience on top of their cloud provider. That's the first thing. Actually, it's not really what we do sell to our customers. It's something that is really important for the developer's perspective because we are working a lot on the developer experience. But for companies, what we do sell is what we call on-demand environment, how we make like development teams more productive because all uh, those aspects is about like uh, the productivity of the developer. So how do we make sure that developer's team can just iterate fast, go faster, try out new features, release faster, and never crash the production when they do release. So yes, that's what we do for I see, If I have to simplify that, is that we have just developers to ship the application in the cloud.
0: Got it, very cool. And who are the target customers that you're going after today? You know, what types of companies do those developers work at?
1: Yeah, it's a very good question because if you look at Covery, you can think that it's, okay, it's something that could be like usable by anyone, but actually we are really targeting SaaS companies, growing companies, and the companies that are using our products around the world. We have more than 30,000 developers using our platform all around the world. And th- those companies are like FinTech, InsurTech, Healthcare Company, HR, even Web3 companies that are building great infrastructure with coverage. So those companies are quite, I would say, cloud-native way. The way that they build and ship applications are already containers. But what we do is that we extend also the ability of devops team just to ship faster and create ephemeral environment, on demand environment, and all those things.
0: Got it. And thirty thousand developers—that's a lot. Is there a free tier that you're offering to get them using the product, and they're upsold into a paying tier, or what does that look like?
1: Of course, you have to make it—you uh, <laughs> have to make it uh, really accessible to those developers. They are not the ones that will pay for that product, obviously, but they will be the end user. You know, it's. It's a classic uh, mindset in this industry, giving like for free the product for developers, obviously, and then charging like the decision maker and the company be- behind. So that's the idea. We have a freemium version that they can use. There is no limitation. We have like one limitation is the number of deployments, but they can invite as many as they want, like your team members, start deploying their application. They can use it for free forever, but until that they reach the limit, they have to upgrade to the upper plan, which is the team plan. And it, the composition is the way that you pay, that it's per user basis. Basically.
0: Got it. And then, who's that end decision maker? Typically, you know, making the buying
1: decision. Very good question. It really depends on the company. Sometimes we'll have a uh, the CTOs directly. So if the company is quite small, then the CTO is really involved into all the technical decision. I would say he has like the art of. Uh, the architect, I would say. If this company is growing and that's the one that we are targeting, all those companies that have uh, probably around like a 20 to 30 developers minimum in their teams, then we'll start talking to the DevOps, lead DevOps, even like VP engineering, those people, even in sometimes like CTOs. And once we go upper, so because we are targeting not only mid-sized company, but also enterprise, and that's something that we are developing a lot today, Uh, We are starting to talk to, obviously, all the DevOps and infrastructure guys, SIEs, but also QA directors and all those people that are in charge of just improving the process, the test and release process for the development team inside. So it really depends on the size of the company, the maturity and all those things, basically.
0: Got it. That makes a lot of sense and i know that you know developer tool funding has just been booming over the last couple of years i feel like every day you go online you read about you know another mega funding round for a developer tool what are you doing yeah. to you know stand out and really break through the noise and you know, capture the attention of those developers
1: yeah that's something that we are doing since the beginning is that if you look at the story of Covery and you can talk about the traction is that The way that we have built the product is really with this community, with the community. And that's something that everyone is talking about, like building a community, building with the community. But if you look at those companies, most of companies and even tech and uh, dev tool companies, they are not really doing that. And that's something that we are really in our blood. It's part of our DNA, like building with that community. Because if you look at Covery, when we started the product, so in 2020, actually it's not really 2019, that's the a time when we uh, build the company, but actually the time that we get the product was in uh, 2020. We launched the first version of our product in just one month with uh, 50 developers. And in just uh, one year after, we had around uh, probably, it was like 3,000, 4,000 developers using our platform. And then the year after was uh, just uh, around like uh, 15,000. And now we are at more than uh, 30,000 using our platform. You see, and we are really grown. The product with the develop to the people using it, and that's something that is really unique, I would say, because most of the companies in that space there is just a few that are doing really doing that. If you look at them,
0: that. yeah, that's insane growth. That's super impressive. So congrats on that. Thanks. And when it comes to market categories, you know, how are you thinking about market categories? Is this a category that you are building from scratch, and you eventually others are going to follow, or is this more transforming an existing one?
1: It's a very, very good question that we are always keeping in mind, even today. Just to give you a bit of context, and if we look back 15 years ago, the cloud was just like we were at the first iteration of what we call today the cloud, AWS. You got like the first services launch, SQS, EC2, S3. And if you look today, we are really, and companies and people are really taking advantage of the cloud. So it's 15 years. In IT world, in this IT world, everything is moving very slowly. Companies, people are changing really slowly. And it's really hard to create what we call a new, a real new category in that space. Because what companies don't want is taking risk. We are talking about infrastructure, all their services, all the things that they do rely on those services. You want to have like something that is really stable. And to get that stability, you need just time. And what we're doing with COVID, to respond to your question, is that we do really want to solve the issue of DevOps and developer. That is, basically, you have the DevOps that are in charge of providing all the infrastructure for the developers to ship their applications. Today, you have still this discontinuity between both, meaning that you have on one side the developers, on the other side the DevOps engineers that are working on their own, and what we do want to create with Core is really consolidating like, the work between the DevOps engineer and the developers, building one single platform that makes them able to just ship faster and work really together. And this is a new category. But the way that we need to get into the market, because we don't have the time, we can't just like take 15 years to build that and get like obviously the solution. We don't have like enough capital to stay alive. Until that, we had to get into the market by being very pragmatic. How companies are today shipping applications? They have like a CICD in place. How do we integrate in those things? How, what are like the interfaces that they are using? Like Terraform, uh, CLI, API, all those things. How do we integrate into all those things? So the idea was to extend the way and bring value as fast as possible to those companies. Extend the way that they, they use today those tools mm-hmm. to be well integrated and then create that new category but Got we are it. still at the beginning of creating that new category nice very cool that's exciting yeah
0: and now let's talk about you know funding i know you raised a four million dollar seed round last year what do you think the investors are so excited about
1: it's a very good question and it's really related to the the last one actually it's uh, You know, you see, if you look at Covery, we had since the beginning, like distraction from the community and all those companies that want to get access to something that makes their life easier, simpler in the cloud, shipping their application, you know, because the cloud, even if today, if you look at the big players, AWS, Google, Azure, they pretend that everything is simple, but if you talk with like engineers or DevOps, SIs, it's like, it's a complete mess. You have more than 200 services for AWS, You have more than 2000 features that are all doing almost like the same, but not really. You need to have network knowledge, databases knowledge, system knowledge, and even like obviously development knowledge to just build an application and make it live. This is really insane. You need to have like tons of uh, qualifications just to put like an application live. And what we try to do is that we try to solve that issue that is, hey, listen, your company, you have to bring, like, your business value to your, obviously, your customers, just focus on what makes you unique, and then uh, just let us the part of the infrastructure. Actually, it's not really that, because we do work a lot with DevOps engineer and SIs, okay? But that's uh, basically what they understand when they're, like, a decision maker, and it's pretty good. What makes, like, those investors really excited about what we're doing is that what we're solving is, like, a massive issue. It's a massive issue. And I told you we have more than thirty thousand developers in more than one hundred countries. It's a massive, massive issue. There is no border. All the companies around the world. And today we are only targeting SaaS companies, but tomorrow we target like even companies coming from all the industries. And that's massive. It's a massive market. Just a massive market. And there is so much things to do. Today we are just at the beginning of all of that. Today the cloud market is still greenfield market. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Very cool. Okay, I can hear the passion in your voice, so that's always exciting to hear. If we zoom out into the future here, what do you think the company will look like five years from today?
1: It's a very good question because I don't really know. But what I do know, I can't tell you exactly what the company would look like in, in five years, but what I can tell you is that we're really dedicated to solve that issue like solving the issue of DevOps engineers, developers working together. And today you have a silo in companies they are not working together. And that's what makes a company moving very slowly, not being able to ship faster and build new category of services. And that's really something that we want to tackle and solve in the future. So I don't know exactly what Covey would flag in five years, but trust me, it will solve that issue.
0: Amazing. Well, unfortunately, that's all we're going to have time for today. But before we wrap up, if people want to follow along with your journey, where's the best place for them to go?
1: Oh, Twitter, LinkedIn. We have like a super blog that we are super active. So just add me on LinkedIn, add me on Twitter, and then you will be able to uh, follow me. So
0: Amazing. Well, thanks so much for your time and look forward to see you execute on this vision and solve this problem. So best of luck and let's keep in touch.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Brett. Thank you. Bye.